The Giants wrapped up their June schedule yesterday with another hugely disappointing loss. It has just been an inconsistent season for the Giants, consistently inconsistent. And so we're going to talk about the big picture and also about the Giants in the month of June next. You are Locked On Giants, your daily San Francisco Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked on Giants, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. My name is Ben Kaspik, and on the show, we provide daily episodes Monday through Friday, talking about the San Francisco Giants in a way that's data-driven and rational, but also simple, passionate, and accessible to all. I'm a former contributor for the Baseball Statistics and Analysis websites Beyond the Box Score and Rotographs. I've been podcasting about the Giants since 2015, and I'm a lifelong fan. Thank you for making Locked on Giants your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. And coming up on today's show, as I said, I kind of want to talk about the big picture for the San Francisco Giants, who lost again, another loss to an inferior team. And yes, I mean, every major league team can beat any other major league team on any given day. But when it happens over and over again, it becomes less of a fluke and more of just a trend. And for the Giants, the trend is that for the last couple of months, they have played much more like a 500 team than anything else. They end up going exactly 500 in the month of June. And in May, I think they were one game under 500. So they started out 13 and 5. And since then, they're 27 and 29 with a minus 5 run differential. So they've earned what their record is. I mean, in the last two months. Thankfully, that 13 and 5 start put them in a pretty good position, but they haven't been able to gain any ground on that ever since. And in fact, they've lost a little bit of ground since then, two games. But so the Giants are out of the playoff picture right now, but only by one game. If you look at the division, it's a much steeper hill to climb. They're six games out of the NL West behind the Dodgers. But in the wild card, there are now three wild card spots. So you have your three division winners in in each league and then three wild card spots. The best three non first place teams in each league also make the playoffs and The Giants are one game out of that third spot. They're three games back of the second spot and four and a half games out of that number one wildcard spot behind the Padres, Braves, and Cardinals. So, look, they're still fine, but it is no doubt frustrating, and the season has no doubt been a disappointment so far for the San Francisco Giants. But they have tread water for a couple months. And so it's not like I'm ready to say the season is over. You're literally one game out of a playoff spot. But coming off a 107-win season, you and I expected and hoped for more than that from this team. And there's obviously still time. And when we look at the June numbers in a second, we will see how baseball is a game of stretches, right? Like in June, you might do poorly, but in May, you were doing great, great, and vice versa. Maybe you did really well in June, and it didn't go so noticed because you did poorly before then. And so when we look to July and August and September, we really don't yet know what's going to happen. And the Giants have gotten pretty poor performance from a number of guys, or at least poorer than hoped. 
Like when we're looking at what did they do last year versus what do they do this year, there's a lot of guys who have taken a big step back in a lot of ways. So let's get to the June numbers with that big picture talk out of the way. I think it would surprise people somewhat to learn, and this is what I'm saying with these numbers can kind of go unnoticed based on the first couple of months seeing something different. But in June, the Giants actually had the second best earned run average as a team in all of the National League. That was surprising to me. It's seventh best in baseball, but second best in the National League behind only the Braves, who had a 14-game winning streak this month. So the Giants as a team had a 3-3-7 ERA in June. And when we look at the individual performers, there's no doubt. Like when we look at the month of June, well, first of all, it's just clear, right? If they only went 13 and 13 in June, and yet they had the second best earned run average in the National League during that stretch, it tells you that it was the position players who kind of cost them in the month of June, which is funny because before that, the offense was actually kind of carrying the team and the pitching, but also the defense wasn't. But in June, it was more of the position players just completely dragging everything down. But if we were to award a player of the month in June, it's definitely going to go to a pitcher. And for me, it's a slam dunk going to Carlos Rodon, who pitched 36 innings, the most innings of anybody on the Giants in the month of June. And he had a 1.25 ERA with a 1.88 fielding independent pitching in this month. He, he was just dominant absolutely dominant and one and a half fan graphs wins above replacement the second best player really for the giants in the month of june was logan webb and so a little bit of stabilization here we always expected that rodan and webb at the front of a rotation would be a real strength for this team and it kind of has started to really look that way not that it ever really didn't logan webb was somewhat shaky to start the season somewhat, I guess. He was a little bit inconsistent. Carlos Rodon had a little bit of a blip. I I guess it wasn't in June. I guess it was in May when he faced the Cardinals on Sunday Night Baseball and got lit up. But overall, these two at the top of the rotation has just started to be really, really strong. And hopefully, as the season goes on, that can just continue and they and they really establish themselves maybe as Cy Young candidates each, and that would be obviously a real help to the San Francisco Giants. But besides that, we did see disappointment from some pitchers in the month of June. Alex Wood had a 5-3-4 ERA, but the peripherals were still solid in the mid-threes. Anthony DiSclefani made that one start in this month, and I guess two actually, and uh, yeah, a 19.06 ERA in the month of June, but we're talking about 5.2, five and two thirds innings. So obviously not a big sample. Alex Cobb, the ERA came down a little bit, 4.32 in June, but overall, uh, the numbers still aren't great for Alex Cobb. When we look at the relievers, they I was surprised to see that the relievers also did well in this month because I just want to blame somebody and I I thought I could blame some pitchers but really the run prevention was pretty solid in the month the the relievers had a 3-3-0 ERA Uh, Camilo Duvall kind of emerged as the top dog and uh, John Brebbia was also good how about Tyler Rogers had a 2-5-7 ERA in the month of June this is another example when you struggle in the first couple months And then you do well. People don't even notice. But if this is the first month, this is what we're always saying every year. 
If you put up these num numbers in the first month, then people don't notice so much when the struggles happen. So it's just kind of a thing that, that happens every year. We see what you do right away, and those are the only numbers we have to go by, and then we just kind of assume that's what you're going to continue to do when it's not necessarily the case. Uh, yeah, so Dom Leone, 174 ERA in the month. They were just kind of good across the board. The only guys who weren't uh, were Harleen Garcia and Jose Alvarez, essentially. Everybody else, Jake McGee as well, not great, but everybody else was pretty darn good from a pitching standpoint. So coming up next, we're going to turn our attention to the position player side. This is where things get a little bit ugly, and there's a lot of players that we can point to as playing a role in the Giants just having an underwhelming season to date. So we'll get into that in just a second. But first, as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on the candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Did you know every week nearly 40 million job seekers visit LinkedIn? Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash lockedonmlb. That's linkedin.com slash lockedonmlb to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. All right, as promised, I want to talk about the position players for the San Francisco Giants in the month of June. And just to be clear, I don't believe it makes it's not that like predictive necessarily to just break the season into months. I don't quite always understand why we do it. And so I just want to be clear. It's just like a, a fun way to look back on the month that was. And it's also, you find some interesting things that you maybe didn't even notice. Like I said, did you even know that they had the second best ERA in the month of June? I didn't, I had no idea. I would have said no way, but so it's kind of just interesting in that way, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything. And I think always looking at the full picture is more relevant. Just give me more of a sample and I'm happier with that. And so the season numbers are still more important than the June numbers. It doesn't necessarily mean like, okay, you did well in June. That means you're going to now do well moving forward. It could be the opposite. Unless there's some material change you made, like, oh, look, he changed his swing on this date and look at the numbers ever since, or he started throwing this new pitch. That's different. But if we're just talking about a hitter who's an established player and they just, they're going to go through ups and downs throughout the course of a year, but it is just kind of interesting to look back and see stuff that we maybe didn't even notice right beneath our eyes. So the position players, it's a much less pretty picture when we talk about the position players in the month. So according to Fangraph's wins above replacement, and I know there's always people who don't like war as a baseball metric, but the reason we do it, it's really simple. It's just simply the only way, the only number that I know of that is attempting to combine all of the different things you're doing on a baseball field, particularly as a position player, right? You're hitting, you're also running the bases and you're fielding. And so instead of just kind of looking at all three and trying to like mentally put different weight on those different things that a player does, this number has like 
crunched the numbers and made an attempt to put that into one number where we're combining offense, base running, and fielding, and also making the appropriate adjustments for fielding, like a good defensive shortstop versus a good defensive first baseman. The the good defensive shortstop is more valuable than a good defensive first baseman. And so it's properly weighting your defensive contributions, including what position you play. And also it's making adjustments based on the uh, hitting environment in which you play. Like people who play in Coors are going to put up better numbers versus people who play in San Francisco. And as part of this calculation, it's making that adjustment. That's in the weighted runs created plus number, which is, I think, what's fueled into Fangraph's wins above replacement here. So anyway, we'll look at each individual element, hitting, base running, defense. But the big picture number is 2.2 wins above replacement per Fangraphs for the Giants position players in the month of June, which was 23rd in Major League Baseball. But guess what? Tied with the New York Mets, who have had a great season. And I'm sure that their fans, a lot of them don't notice that they had a pretty poor month from a position player standpoint. But in terms of the Giants, it is 23rd in baseball and the only teams worse than them in the National League in the month were the D-backs, Rockies, and Pirates. But the Giants did have a decent offense in the month. I mean, well, it's not great. 101 weighted runs created plus, which actually put them at 20th in Major League Baseball. So they hit just 223. They had just a 309 on base and they had just a 393 slugging. So there's really nothing inspiring about any of those numbers. The isolated power was 10th best in the league, but the batting average was 26th out of 30 teams. The on-base percentage was 18th out of 30 teams. So you can tell right away they walk more than average because they're what, 26th? In average, but 18th and on base. So so at least they're walking, and we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the slugging percentage is 20th. And the how about the average on balls in play, which is our first kind of look here at maybe a little bit of bad luck. Potentially, I want this to be a low number so I can say they're due for some positive regression here. And in fact, they are. They were at 270 as their average on balls in play, which was 25th uh, in Major League Baseball. The median is right around 300, 294-ish, 295-ish. And so the Giants at 270, I would expect that to be better in the month of July. It was just not a great uh, offensive month. This isn't necessarily a luck thing. It's more of a sustainability thing. And that 270 number is a number that's too low and I would expect to go up. And I'm sure it is higher if we look at the overall season numbers. The strikeout rate for the Giants, third highest in baseball in the month of June. A lot of swinging and missing from what I've seen. And a lot of, it seems like they chase more than they do. When I look at the chase rate for teams, the Giants are still among the best in the game at not chasing, but it just doesn't seem that way to me. But but we'll, we'll look at that as well. But in terms of the strikeout rate, 25.3%. Only the Pirates and Angels had a worse strikeout rate in the month of June. Uh, the walk rate, was fifth highest. So that's exactly what I'm saying. So at least there's that. But it's not the most exciting thing if, you're, if your offense is just walks, you know. So you still need to hit. And you need to hit the ball to the ballpark. It's something we have not seen as much this year nearly as we did last year. But they're still among the leaders in the league. They're top 10s or so in home runs hit overall on the season. 
The chase rate, yeah, like I said, fourth lowest in Major League Baseball, only 29.8%. But how about contact? I'm sure this is not going to be near the top given the strikeout rate. And in fact, they're 20th in contact rate in the month of June at uh, 20, or excuse me, 75.8%. So overall, there's just nothing too inspiring about any of these numbers. At least they're walking, at least they're not chasing. But besides that, they just generally really disappointed in June. So hopefully they can turn the page there. Let's just look at home runs hit in the month. They they were only 14th with 33. But guess what? They were tied with the Dodgers, who also hit 33. So again, just an example of how it doesn't, you know, it's just one month of a sample. And even the best teams in baseball can go through little funks when they're not hitting a ton of homers. How about the Tigers being dead last in June with 13 home runs, and yet it was a big home run that lost this game yesterday for the Giants. Alex Wood, Gabe Kapler went out, looked like he might take him out, but he left him in, and then next batter hits a two-run homer, and that was the difference in the game. So anyway, looking specifically at the position players, guess who was the best position player for the Giants in the month of June? It's not necessarily someone you're going to guess. So we're going to get to that in just a second, talk about who was the best, who was the worst, and some surprises mixed in and something that I just don't quite understand about a decision that they've made in terms of a player not being on this roster. So stay tuned for that in just a second. But first, whether you're a casual card collector or looking for an exciting alternative investment opportunity, the free sports card investor app has something for you. As players like Adley Rutschman, how about these impressive Tigers players like Riley Green? You get a quick look at him and see how talented he can be. As these guys make the jump to the big leagues, you can use the free Sports Card Investor app to check the prices and buy their first baseball cards and perhaps buy low. Maybe before people pick up on Riley Green being as impressive as maybe he will be, we saw it firsthand and you can check it out on the Sports Card Investor app and see if you can maybe buy low on a guy who could go on to be a star. With the free Sports Card Investor app, you can pull out those old cards of your favorite childhood players and see how much they're worth today. The app is really easy to use, and that's really helpful for me personally because I have a ton of baseball cards, and it is extremely useful to be able to just look them up and see their value, and you might be surprised by the value of some of these old cards. Download the Sports Card Investor app today. Available for free in the Google Play and Apple App Stores or go to sportscardinvestor.com slash locked on. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews and news, including this year's NHL playoffs, which are over, and Major League Baseball, which is certainly not over. And I keep talking about this, but I think now might be a good opportunity to perhaps buy low on the Giants making the postseason. I think I have not looked at the updated odds, but I would imagine that as soon as the Giants slip up a little bit, these... Uh, the the powers that be just put their money against the Giants, but I I think there's always good opportunities to buy low on the Giants. Bet online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. Bet online where the game starts. 
All right, as promised, who's the Giants position player who put up the best month of June? I'll give you a second. I'll give you another second. I think some of you maybe got it. Some of you maybe didn't. But yes, it was Evan Longoria, of all people. You know, just he's the guy that a lot of us, not me, but I was entertaining the thought. But people were talking about, should they DFA Evan Longoria to like get David VR onto the roster? And and while I agree that I'd like to see David VR get a shot, Longoria is not the guy to be DFA'd here because he has he carried them in a lot of ways in June, coming back from whatever injury it was that he had. I, I kind of lose track. There's so many guys who are banged up and they have so many different injuries. But no, it wasn't Jock Peterson, although it's close. I mean, we're looking, it could be depending on your evaluation. They had almost identical weighted runs created plus numbers. Uh, Longoria at 147 in June and Jock Peterson at 145. And Peterson, my goodness, he hit 14 home runs in June. That's crazy. Oh, no. Excuse me. I'm looking at runs scored. Five home runs in June. Apologies. Apologies. Uh, but yeah, so Fangraphs wins above replacement, which is, a, of course, combining the offense, the base running, and the defense, has Longoria at 0.6 and Peterson at 0.5. But after that, I mean, it's just a bunch of guys who didn't really contribute much. Like we said with Carlos Rodon, I think his Fangraphs war in the month was one and a half. And so we're not having a position player even come close to what Carlos Rodon was able to do, which in some ways just speaks to how dominant Carlos Rodon was. But in other ways, it just speaks to the Giants not having a very good month with their position players. Uh, The guys who stand out, Brandon Crawford was just decent, had a 104 weighted runs created plus. How about Luis Gonzalez? This is a, a perfect, I know I keep saying this, but another example so he started out great, and so we kind of didn't notice that in June he hit 224 with a 324 on base and 379 slugging. So we kept coming on this show and talking about how that average on balls in play was unsustainable, it was going to come down, and the average was going to go down with it. And it did. It's The numbers overall still look good, but he had a 293 average on balls in play in June, and the overall numbers were just very mediocre in June. But again, it's more relevant to look at the big picture, and I still think he belongs on this team. I'm not saying he doesn't, but it's just an example of what we said was going to happen happening and that you kind of don't notice when it's happening because the overall numbers still look really good. So Darren Ruff just continued to be pretty much a non-factor for the Giants this season. He just hasn't been the same guy all year long. He just has not been the same guy. But if you look at the numbers against left-handed pitching, he's still hitting them well. So I think it's partially just a, a matter of him playing too much and playing against right-handed pitching and them not having uh, better options. I mean, Belt missed a lot of time, and so that was a factor there. Kurt Casale didn't have a great month. Lamont Wade Jr. played in one game in June, which hurt them. Mike Yastrzemski hit 168 with a 245 on base, 71 weighted runs created plus in the month. Brandon Belt, Below league average offensively, 172 average, but a 351 on base thanks to a crazy 19% walk rate, but just overall hasn't really been a factor for the Giants at all in 2022. So hopefully that's one of those cases of a guy who just given some time who at least can be somewhat of a contributor because as it is now, Belt has 0.0 wins above replacement for the Giants in 2022, which 
is a big deal because he was supposed to be one of their better players, but he is hurt a lot and he's been hurt a lot this year. So it's just not a great situation. Tommy LaStella didn't really do much in the month. Donovan Walton has played quite a bit and not been good. He's got a 15 weighted runs created plus minus 0.4 Fangraphs war in the month of June. And what confuses me is why they sent out Jason Vossler and and have been rolling with Donovan Walton when I thought that Vossler was like breaking out when he was in Miami, when they the, when the, the team was in Miami and he was hitting homers. I thought he played some really good defense at times. He also had some bad moments defensively at times. But uh, I was really intrigued by what we were seeing from Vossler. And then he was sent down because of a roster crunch and we haven't seen him again. But the man is hitting 294 with a 362 on base and 569 slugging in the major leagues this year. Part of the issue is probably that he's really struggling in AAA. And so it's kind of hard to say, okay, we're going to call you up, even though you're completely struggling in the minors but I was surprised when they sent him down and we've seen a lot of Walton and there just hasn't been strong performance there but they obviously have their reasons so I did just want to say in terms of defensive runs above average overall from their position players the Giants were the worst in the majors in June with minus 14 runs above average Worst in the majors in the month. Base running runs above average per fan graphs. They were seventh best. So this was a problem all year. Their base running has been better this year, but the defense was fine last year and it's been terrible in 2022. So a lot of that is not surprising, but that was the analysis of the Giants so far. Just a very blah month, but didn't have to do with the pitchers. So maybe they can hopefully continue that and then turn it on with the bats somewhat. So coming up tomorrow, we're going to get to a mailbag. I also am going to talk about the minor league system at some point there's some really intriguing breakout performers for the giants in the minors there's also some top tier talent some guys on the il we just we want to check in on the minor leagues at some point here so all of that is coming up later thanks again for making locked on giants your first listen every day now make your second listen locked on mlb prospects speaking of prospect he talks about the giants prospects a lot Host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Once again, my name's Ben Kaspik. Check me out on Twitter, at Ben Kaspik, K-A-S-P-I-C-K. If you like this show, please consider rating it or leaving a review. It helps me out a lot, so thanks in advance, and thank you to everyone who's done so already. I can't wait to be with you again tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Stay locked on Giants.